Blackstone Audio presents Elixir by Hilary Duff with Elise Allen. In dreams and in love, there are no impossibilities. Chapter One I couldn't breathe. Wedged in the middle of an ocean of people, I gasped for air, but nothing came. The heat from a million writhing bodies radiated over me, their sweat weighing down the air. I searched anxiously for an escape, but painfully bright lights strobed on and off, clouding my sense of direction. I was losing it. I was going to pass out. I forced in a deep breath and tried to talk myself down. I was fine. It wasn't like I was anywhere dangerous. I was on a dance floor in the most exclusive nightclub in Paris. People lined up all night in the freezing cold for even a chance to stand where I was now. It didn't help. The techno beat thrummed into my brain, five notes repeating over and over and over until I knew I'd have to scream. The crowd pushed even closer, and I couldn't move my arms, could barely turn my head. And I had a sudden vision of this being forever, an eternity packed in this tiny space as confining as a coffin. Like my father's coffin. Did he have a coffin? Was he even buried? Did anyone even know when he died? Was he alone, lost in the jungle? Was he attacked by animals? Was he found and tortured? Had he prayed for us to save him before it was too late? That did it. Now I was hyperventilating. I closed my eyes and forced my arms up and apart, swimming for dear life through layers of writhing, grinding bodies. I nearly cried when I felt a burst of winter air on my face. I'd made it out to the balcony. I staggered to an open love seat and leaned against its back as I drank in gulp after gulp of fresh air. I was back. I was okay. I took another deep breath, this one calm and centering, and looked out over the nighttime Paris skyline. The Eiffel Tower bathed in yellow lights. It was beautiful. Automatically, I reached for the camera bag dangling at my hip, but of course I hadn't brought it to the club. I sighed and let my hand drift to the silver iris charm I always wore around my neck. I ran my fingers over its three upright petals and three drooping sepals. The petals represent faith, valor, and wisdom, my dad had said when he fastened the necklace around my neck on my fifth birthday. You already have all those things in spades, little girl, he'd continued, then knelt down to look me straight in the eye. But when things get tough and you forget... This necklace can remind you. Clea, are you okay? I smiled and turned to see my best friend since forever clicking across the balcony in high, strappy sandals. Those combined with her golden dress, endless legs, and thick mane of red curls made Reyna look like she'd stepped out of a Greek myth. I'm fine, I assured her but the sudden crease between her eyes proved she didn't quite believe me. You were thinking about him? I didn't have to answer. Her eyes fell to my hand, still fingering the iris charm, and she knew. It's worse when you don't speak.